On today's federal newscast, two local Democrats seek to block Ag Department relocations. Is the Pentagon dragging its feet on open source software? And OPM finally gets a permanent leader. Those stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wynn. D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton and Virginia Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton are trying to block the Bureau of Land Management relocation with new legislation. They have introduced a bill that would require the BLM headquarters to remain in the national capital region. Nearly 97% of BLM employees already work in the field. The Interior Department proposed moving some of the remaining employees at BLM headquarters to Grand Junction, Colorado, or other western states. Both Norton and Wexton say they haven't seen appropriate justification or data to move a few hundred additional employees out of Washington. Meantime, the Agriculture Department is asking those employees at the Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food and Agriculture who had previously declined relocation to Kansas City to work longer in Washington. USDA says it's changing the report date to Kansas City for employees on three teams at the ERS to December 9th. The report date for three National Institute of Food and Agriculture teams has been bumped back to March 30th of next year. These dates apply to employees who are planning to relocate and for those who aren't. Congressman Ro Khanna wants more details from the Defense Department about how it's recommending service members secure their mobile devices. In a letter to CIO Dana Deasy, the California Democrat wanted to know whether Deasy has any concerns about foreign actors trying to access DOD employees' personal devices. Khanna says he hopes the Pentagon's requirements can inform other agencies as they protect their data and mobile devices. The Pentagon appears to be dragging its feet on congressional directives, telling it to embrace open-source software. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Nearly two years ago, Congress ordered DOD to release at least 20% of its custom-developed software code as open-source so it could be reused across the rest of government. But the Government Accountability Office says the department is still below the 10% mark. The law and OMB directives also told DOD to develop a department-wide policy on open-source software. It still hasn't done so, but hopes to by the end of this year. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Navy has announced its third phase in improving permanent changes of station through its MyPCS mobile app. The newest phase automates the travel voucher process. Sailors can upload images of receipts on their mobile device during a move and then complete a travel voucher with basic pre-populated information. The form can also be signed electronically and sent to their command pay and personnel administrator for review. The Defense Department says 90 more current or former Army and Army National Guard installations have drinking water contamination from firefighting foams. There are now 297 facilities with known contamination from the chemicals, which are linked to cancers, thyroid disease, and issues with reproductive and immune systems. The Army's Futures and Concepts Center is looking for companies to support operations in a joint intergovernmental, interagency, and multinational environment in five years. The purpose is to develop and integrate warfighting concepts across the Army. The Futures and Concepts Center wants support in capability development, experimentation and evaluation, synergy, IT, and the Army Futures Command modernization process. The Office of Personnel Management has permanent leadership once again. 
The Senate has confirmed Dale Cabanas to be the next OPM director. She'll replace Margaret Weikert, who has been serving concurrently as the acting director at OPM and the deputy director for management at the Office of Management and Budget. She got the job, but now she'll walk into a tough situation from day one. More now from Tom Temin. Dale Cabanas takes over the Office of Personnel Management, an agency with an uncertain future. The Trump administration wants GSA to take over its transactional functions and move its policy shop to the White House. That plan faces opposition from congressional Democrats and from federal employee unions. The unions object to the way Cabanas ran the Federal Labor Relations Authority, claiming that more than half her decisions were overturned on appeal. I'm Tom Tammen. The Senate also has confirmed Jim Byrne to be the permanent deputy secretary for the Department of Veterans Affairs. Byrne has been VA's acting deputy secretary and general counsel for about a year. The Energy Department is looking for industry feedback on who should serve on its National Quantum Initiative Advisory Committee. The board consists of 22 members chosen by DOE, tasked with giving the president regular updates on the state of quantum technology. Scientists are using the technology to develop new kinds of computers and communications networks. The U.S. Digital Service has launched a new tool to make sure that agencies overhauling their IT don't bite off more than they can chew. The Digital Service Maturity Determination Tool scores agencies on nine different criteria from openness and transparency to organizational culture to determine if they have the resources needed to support new projects. Locking the privacy and data accessibility tightrope is the aim on a new draft framework. The National Institute of Standards and Technology says there's no one-size-fits-all approach to balancing the need to keep data private and maximize its use. This is why NIST's new draft privacy framework provides strategies and different types of protections to minimize privacy risks while letting organizations accomplish their mission. The privacy framework is split into three parts, core privacy protections, profiles to determine the most important activities, and implementation through a risk management lens. Comments on the draft framework are due by October 24th. I'm Jason Miller. You can find more information about these stories on federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Or you can subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple products. Also, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Terry Wing.